Marty. Shall we do this? Yes. Max Gorn with us this morning. Welcome, Max. What an opener. This yeah. is massive. So it's lovely it's to meet you. Huge. Uh, it's, thank you for being part of the show. It's uh, lovely to have you in the studio. Of course, we've got some wonderful AFL friends of the show, yeah. Scott Pendlebury, Daisy Thomas, yes. Nick, uh, Revolt. Nick Revolt, and now you are joining that illustrious group of men. <laughs> what a crew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, lovely to meet you. Thank you. Because I must say, I didn't know the whole Max Gorn story. And it's a ripping story. It's a ripping story. <laughs> William has put together what we call a one-sheeter for me. Wow. Um, and it's great. Born in Australia to New Zealand parents who yep. moved to Australia as adults, they came here. At least they didn't steal our ladies, but they did steal our <laughs> yeah. jobs, Max. Um, you lived in Greymouth in New Zealand. Where's that? I've never heard of that. Uh, southwest Coast, South Island. It's named after what it looks like. It's not a great, <laughs> it's not a great place. Is it Black Beaches? Is it yeah. one of those places. It's, it's like the docking part of the South Island. Oh, right. Yeah, it's, mm. Mm. That's a lot nice. of bilge water. That's why they left. Yeah. yeah, okay. And what are they? How, so, how old were you when they moved? Uh, so, I was born. You were I, born. I was here. actually born at a beautiful place called Frankston Hospital. Oh, oh Troy knows it yes, well. Yes, I do know. I grew up in Mount Eliza, so I know that area. Oh, very sorry well. to you. Um, <laughs> good gear. And then. <laughs> Then I lived in Greymouth from like age six months to one and a half. But right. I claim it. And then you came back. And then I came back. You're one of us. Yes. And you've always lived in Melbourne. Where'd you go to school? Uh, McKinnon High School. McKinnon. Oh, I know McKinnon, just near Bentley. Yes, in and around that Tucked area. Tucked in there. It's yeah. a tiny little suburb. It's it's a lo- a, there used to be a good pub in there. That's like the number one school uh, in Victoria or in from Melbourne? From a public point of view, yeah. yes. Yeah. It's yeah. right mm. up there. Like you got to try to get in there. You've got to live in the zone. You've got to live in the area. Yeah, okay. the we, got we got approached. My parents got approached. I didn't own my house at 16. But, um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they got approached to put an A on their letterbox so someone else could claim they lived there to be in the zone. Wow. Is that right? Wow. Yeah. Hot property. It's very competitive. And... Um, what was your junior footy club? Uh, Ormond. Ormond. O-R-M-O-N-D. I always struggle with that word. It's like the same as I struggle with almonds. Yeah. Uh, Ormond. Is that why you asked me, even though it was on the sheet? <laughs> it was on the sheet. It's the only bit that's not here. <laughs> I never got too much of the early life from William. Um, you grew up playing rugby union. I'm imagining you found yourself in the second row there. Yeah. One uh, of the jumpers. Getting picked up in line outs. Which is fun. Yeah, fun. Uh, uh, but... After that, you got to tackle and stuff, so not as fun. Lost mm. a bit of the interest there. Basketball, yep. how handy were you? Uh, very poor. Really? Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed it up until like a normal age of a kid, like a 15, 14-year-old, right. and then, yeah. then footy started. Because one thing they always say about Scott Pendlebury is because he played basketball. Jeez, don't they? Look how much time <laughs> he's got. I'm like, so he played basketball. There is there is two stories that always get called out by commentaries. One is Scott Pendlebury played basketball, basketball and I had a dart on the way to training. They yes. tend to be the yes. <laughs> They're the two. They're the, they are the two. <laughs> he had one smoke. Uh, drafted in 2009 by Melbourne at pick 34. Who was the number one draftee in that? Oh, good question. Who was the oh, number nine. one pick in Melbourne that draft? Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, was 1-2 Melbourne. Scully, yeah. Scully Trengrove. 
Um, so drafted in 2009, debuted in 2011. So a couple of years there playing in the twos? Uh, I had some bad knees. Right. Uh, and twos. I, was, I wasn't that good as well. But um, yeah, it took a while. I, I don't think by I a knee and hamstring injury I've got in front of me now. Yes, there it is. You missed <laughs> yeah. the entirety of the 2010 season. And 2012. And 2012 yeah. with that knee. With, same knee? Uh, same knee, different operation. Well, same op- operation, just did it twice. Mm. How is Very that well. knee now? Uh, you, well, uh, is, it, is that wood? It's going well. Yeah, it's been really good since that last operation in 2012. Because it can kind of go two ways, that knee scenario, can't it? It can be better than it's ever been or it can never get right. I think that's why I had two. So in between the two, I had about five operations. Right. So the first one was bad. Yeah, right, second, okay. Second one was good. Same surgeon, though. Same oh, surgeon. Yeah. You went back. Yeah, I went back to him. Even though he'd let you down once. <laughs> well, he let me down six times. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, you're a trusting man. Yeah, I know. Um, and then here we are. We're slowly arriving. By 2016, uh, Gorn was considered one of the best ruckmen in the AFL. Uh, Melbourne captain at the start of 2020. In 2021, captain Melbourne's to its first AFL premiership in mm. 57 years. There must have been a couple of bevies consumed that evening, I would have thought. Uh, yeah, that was that was a good evening. So obviously we're over in Perth, mm. uh, yeah. lockdown, no, the fo- the, no family, no friends. Yeah. No, but the nightclub footage and yeah, uh, was, all of that stuff <laughs> that came out of there at that time. There was some good stuff. So the fact that we're in a group of 40 players and none of our families were there meant we were all together the whole, mm. the whole time. Lovely. And we had this moment uh, in the change rooms once – the other external, there was a couple of Perth guys. Oh, the guy, but there. the guy who Hayden ran Burbank, the thing on left. Chapel Street <laughs> once he'd left. Yeah, once, <laughs> once he left, we realised we had it all to ourselves. Um, and we just sung like four hours of like the Belter sing-along songs like Country Road and Sweet Caroline. And I could have caught the Red Eye home that night. That was a ripping night. Um, I didn't. I then stayed on in Perth and had a, the best week of my life. But Well done. Um, well, I've got to be careful. Best week. I had a baby about yeah, two weeks after that. Yeah. Yeah. You've had other amazing yeah. weeks. Well, they're still, yeah. This was one of the good yes. months. Yes. Yes. Yeah. A good a good month, and what a fantastic victory it was! And, and, and in many ways, you got to enjoy it without all of the old guys coming out of the woodwork and suddenly crying down in the sheds with you. I'm thinking mostly of Gary Lyon, people like that. <laughs> well, he, 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 was, he, he was the one crying that was there. in the shed, crying in the shed. Um, <laughs> you know, all of that sort of stuff. Where you're like, guys, we actually won this flag. You're not a part of it. Um, <laughs> Triple M's Bernie Vince found himself in the. Bernie circle. was in there. Yeah. Bernie, uh, Bernie, Gary Lyon, uh, and. I think that was the only two pass players. That were there. I, I'm trying to think there was another one, but obviously mustn't have been mm. too memorable. No. Um, yeah. You'll remember <laughs> when you're driving just home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, AFL Premiership captain, as we've said, six-time All-Australian. I mean, I'm just reading your CV, but it's wonderful. Uh, two times Keith Bluey Truscott medalist uh, and player of the year at the AFLCA. Do you rate that one, the AFLCA one, very highly? Obviously, you won it, so you yeah. probably value it pretty strongly. But I consider that almost on Brownlow levels, but it doesn't seem to get as much recognition. It is weird that we have three awards. Yeah. Uh, Brownlow coaches, players. I think uh, NBA, I don't know anything about the NBA, but apparently they do like all three into one. Right. So mm. the coaches vote, the players vote, and the fans vote. Right. They, their umpires don't even get a vote, which sort of makes sense. But, yeah. <laughs> um, so we got three separate awards, and you know, they're always versing each other about which one's more prestigious. Um, the coaches award, funny enough, I won it. That is right up there because the coaches are the 18 smartest men in the league. Yeah. Mm. Um, so you, that's a good one to win. But the players' one's right up there as well mm. to be able to be seen as the best player amongst your peers. Um, Brownlow, mm. 
It's a good night. You take it if you want. I do enjoy the night. Um, There's some other fun stuff here. You're an avid cyclist. Yes, and fan of the sport as well. And fan of the sport. And in fact, you went on a cycling tour of France in October last year, including reaching the summit of Mount Ventoux. Yes, and Alpe d'Huez and the Stelvio. There's a few. Uh, And so you're just banging away. Are you you going behind the tour or are you in front of the tour to watch them come up the hill? The tour's in July. So So it's not in October. Yeah. I'm just just them. Yeah. Um, I'll give you a full recap in July every stage when I come in. Oh, I really love it. I'll be your Tour de France correspondent. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, Um, No, that was just to take your bike over to Europe for a couple of weeks. I took my family as well, but then left them in uh, the (laughs) south of France while I took into the middle. How awful for them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure everyone was happy. (laughs) Um, She had to get from Como... Uh, which is another beautiful place to the south of France by herself, and that was oh, don't that was yeah, fireworks. Like yeah, was that it was fireworks to be able to get there? She ended up in a private car the whole the whole way down, oh, but it was still oh, fireworks. Awful. She had, <laughs> to have a, had to have a transfer. <laughs> um, you're a Lulu Lemon ambassador. That's yes. a bit of fun. Yes, it is. Do uh, they have a male range? They do. I think that's the whole yeah. reason why I am. Yeah, right. Ambassador. It would okay. be weird if I was. see you in jeggings, <laughs> coming up to your knees. <laughs> These are the three quarter length Lulus. And they're taking off. What sort of gear do they punch out for blokes? I'm decked out on it, actually. That's Lululemon. As, as we speak, oh, yeah, a nice little oh, fleece. Oh, lovely. Just a plain hat. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it looks good. Thank you. And you've got a wine bar in Hawthorne. Yeah, and just opened a restaurant in Hawthorne as well. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. So, yeah, well, the wine bar is sort of Campbell Hawthorne. You can yeah. claim it as both. Yeah. Um, and the restaurant. So I know my stereotype, the Melbourne supporters in and around that area. This is fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know your audience. Yeah. Yeah. And so the wine bar, is that you on your Pat Malone or is it a wine bar guy who said get involved? Uh, yeah, almost the second one. Uh, he was not necessarily a wine bar guy. He was a hosp- hosp- hospitality man and we mm-hmm. went out on our own. There's three of us. Um, the wine bar was the first thing we did as a three uh, and then the restaurant and then hopefully more and more and more, but you never know. Mm. You never know. Mm. Um, but um, they got through the pandemic, so they must be going okay. They did. A uh, lot of interest in 2023 surrounding yourself and a two-time Australian, All-Australian Ruckman Brodie Grundy, who's joined the Demons in the off-season. Let's talk some footy. Uh, in a high-profile trade from Collingwood. Yes. It won't make you nervous, but it might alleviate some of your time on ground? I don't know. How are they going to work that? Uh, I mean, it was a bizarre decision when I first heard it, but then as we got further and further into discussions, it it made a lot of sense to Mm. get the second, uh, well, equal best Ruckman, I don't know, whoever claims. There's a few of us. There's Sean Mm. Darcy, Tim English, Mm. um, and Brody Grundy, myself, Todd Goldstein, who's a wonderful wonderful rubble, one one of your men. Um, To get him over... To be able to ruck with me, um, I feel like it's beneficial for the team. A lot of teams in the last five years that have won have been double rucks. Mm. Um, so I'm excited for it. Uh, training's been hell. I've had to play against him for the last four months of training. So Just that's been annoying. bashing each other out. Yeah, it's been a little bit annoying. I'm looking forward to games to finally not have to do that. Yeah. Um, and then we'll also be in the same team at training now, now that we're heading towards games. So that's good as well. So and so but you're naturally more of a forward guy than he is. I think so, but I, I, he's untried forward, so uh, it's going to be mm. he's uh, eleven years in the system and now gets to train a new position. That's almost quite exciting. Is it a similar system for him when he was at Collingwood? Is what he was doing there similar to what you guys do in stoppages? Uh, yeah, most rucks. I mean, they dumb it down for us, so we <laughs> we, we normally play a pretty similar role. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's, when he's when he's rucking, it'll be very similar to what you've seen. Yeah. Right. Okay. 
Because he had a funny exit, didn't he, at Collingwood? Because mm. he was the seven-year guy on a giant deal and then they seemed to be, you know, pretty happy. I mean, I wouldn't say pretty happy, but they didn't oh, seem They made to... it happen. Yeah, they made it happen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is a this is a great chance. This is my first time on the show. If I drop some stuff about Collingwood, let's see how far it goes. <laughs> <laughs> It'll go all the way. <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> I feel like you're setting me up for maybe something. <laughs> no, it's just interesting, isn't it? It's it is such a business now. Yeah, and I mean, you're never safe. I, I mean, he's safe from a money point of view. I'm sure he's uh, guaranteed mm. to get that money somehow. But, well, they're still paying him. Yeah, but he's, you're never safe from uh, who, you, who you're playing for mm. and when you're playing and how mm. many games you're playing and whatnot. So... Um, and the players have got a free agency in to be able to get them to be able to move a lot easier. easier. So clubs have now come back and said, all right, we'll trade you in contract if you want as well. So, mm. so I suppose Ben Brown was doing a little bit of that for you as well last year, was he? A little and, bit of ruck work. Yeah, Benny Brown did a bit. Uh, we had Luke Jackson, Luke Jackson. Who, Luke Jackson. Who, who went to Fremantle. So yeah, we right. had to replace him and yeah, we replaced right. him with an eight years older version of Luke Jackson mm. who's a bit more <laughs> mature. Mm. Yeah. So as we lead into uh, 2023, uh, what are you doing a practice game this week? Yeah, Is that what day we, uh, Saturday at Launceston? Uh, no, 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 that's Collingwood got, down that's there. That's Collingwood, We've my got apologies. Richmond at Casey Fields. Mm. Oh, how awful for you. <laughs> yeah. uh, the southeast. It's terrible, terrible, country, terrible place. <laughs> I'm contractually not allowed to say a bad word about Cranbourne. It's beautiful. Yeah. No, it is. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's a beautiful part of the world. Yeah. So you got, are you having a run around? Uh, yeah, yeah. Goodies, Eight interchange. Goody's big on keeping, uh, not messing with a good thing. So yeah. he likes to get the best team out every t- every chance we get. Mm. Um, so the best team will be out, out out there just like it was like we played St Kilda in like a non-official scratch match, mm. um, which was a lot of fun. It was out in Linton Street, the Moorabbin um, ground, which they've done up. It's mm. kind of made it feel like suburban mm. footy again. Casey, you got to really feel well. suburban out of Casey. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you're in the VFL. Um that's um, that's a bit of fun. So you're going to have a run around. He wants his best team out there. The yeah. Tigers. We'll be best team as well. There's only one official practice match, yeah. so b- most clubs would be best team. So you, this is you, it. Are you expecting all the recruits to play? Hunter, Gr- uh, Grundy? Yeah, Grundy, uh, from what I'm hearing, I'm playing my same role as last week, so unless they're bringing in a, another Ruckman, I'm presuming <laughs> Grundy. <laughs> yep. um, and Hunter, yeah, definitely. Uh, not sure if Josh Shackey will play. Um, and then I don't think any of the first year boys will be playing, so... Yeah, just those two boys, I think. Nice. And then what's who's round one for you? Uh, doggies. Oh, that'll yeah. be a good game. They're, that'll they're be a belter. Little arch rival of the last Still four or of, five years. For bit us. of bad blood there. Yeah, apparently some song we played, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's then yeah. every single team in the world has then gone and played that song. So um, it's an interesting little dynamic that. But there's also we've had close games for the last five years, so that it's a natural rivalry as well yeah. as that as well. They've had a funny journey, haven't they? They've sort of been there, thereabouts, not quite there, thereabouts. They'd be they'd be an interesting team to try and tip in your eights every single year because mm. in 2016 they won it, 2021 they could have won it, um, and then there's years where they miss the eight as well. Um, we're preparing for their best, and we're, I like I'm tipping them well and truly in my eight because I respect doggies quite highly. So, oh well, let's talk about your eight. Who you got north in there? Obviously, just creeping <laughs> in with eleven wins. Just missed, but ah. um, <laughs> if you look at Collingwood of 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 twenty twenty one, they were they were seventeenth. Uh, were north seventeenth or eighteenth last year? We were eighteenth. Eighteenth. Yeah. <laughs> <So laughs> might Very be a bit harder. harder. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so who are you thinking? Uh, you got your classics. Yeah, I think I think there's I think there's I'm going to put ourselves in there. Of course, I mean, yourself. Be, be it. And then the the other sort of four teams are Richmond. in around it. Yeah, um, Sydney, Sydney, Brisbane, Brisbane, Carlton, Geelong. Geelong. No, no. Well, if I want to put 
uh, free Owen dogs in there. You can't fit Carlton Unfortunately, I can't in. fit Carlton Someone's got to miss, Loz. Oh, uh, Gee, it's hard to not get Carlton <gasps> into the eight after last year. We missed by one little... Yeah, I know. Uh, still not? Well, free Owen dogs were in there, so... Well, yeah. hey, swings and roundabouts. <laughs> yeah, so Richmond's the team I got coming in and then Carlton. Yeah. Okay, yep. It yeah. was interesting yeah. to see, and you would see this in Clubland, the 26-year-old kid who was a three-time premiership player for the Tigers, mm. uh, who's just Jason Castagna, who's yeah. just decided to um, retire because yeah. he's effectively his heart wasn't in it. It must be hard if you've got a guy like that at the club, and as a captain, you can see them struggling, but you can't get them up and about, and eventually they come in with that news. It's a shame, isn't it? It is. It's such a tough balance for a mature player that's not playing AFL. Mm. Um, because if Castagna stayed the whole year and his heart wasn't in it, what that does to the rest of the VFL guys as well. So I actually think he's made a great decision mm. for, the, for the Richmond Football Club to mm. be able to walk out. Mm. Um, and his heart was elsewhere. We've I've come across plenty of players that heart was elsewhere. They make the decision. Some, unfortunately, do stay on and their heart's not there for two or three years. And mm. um, So, yeah, I, I think there'll be more of it as we get um, mm. further and further along. Um, I feel like we've got 45 players at hearts in it. I hope so. I hope so. so. I don't think I'm we've sure got a you do. Yet, but, um, I'm sure those guys stick out like dog's balls in a group. Especially which... towards the end of the season. Though, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Do you think that even even if it's 1% after winning a premiership, your next year just has that slightly less of a hunger? Or do you think that didn't affect you last year? Uh, I mean, looking back, there might be a subconscious, yeah. de- definitely. I personally thought like everyone was asking me, do you reckon you'll have a hang- hangover yeah. going into it? And I wanted to prove them wrong, so I put a bit of fire in my belly. But now looking back on it, I don't know, maybe when you're 10 and 0, you're coming off a flag. Mm. Yeah. Um, we didn't change our team for basically the rest of the year. We felt like um, what we were doing was the best. We didn't we didn't adapt. We didn't improve. Um, I see the big Brisbane Lions member sticker <laughs> yes. on your laptop. Yeah. Correct. You, you come in and you knock us off in the finals because you guys improve and, yeah. and, and you, you work out You had a couple of injuries us. there at the back end of the year that hurt you as well. Uh, I... Yes, but I'd say most teams uh, do oh, that as well, yeah. um, especially towards that part of the year. Um, but it was one of, I mean, we beat Brisbane in Brisbane by 60 points mm. two weeks yeah. earlier. It was and then, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and then without your Rackman, without your full forward, uh, with with the finals hoodoo, with the MCG exactly. hoodoo, you come and beat us. It's one of the more uh, phenomenal wins for Brisbane Lions. So, and then we got you round two. So that's exciting. Yeah. So from a sort of a personal process point of view as an elite athlete, and a captain of a club, a leader of young men, when are you starting to play the actual game? So, you know, it's Saturday night. What's your Saturday look like? What's the process for you, Max? Um, getting COVID sort of cooked a lot of things in terms of pregame rituals because we were on planes for five hours just before the start of a game yeah, in crazy. COVID. It was crazy. I mean, yes, we got to keep our jobs and get out of Victoria. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. But yes. it was um, pretty difficult over there as well. Mm. Uh, there was one game, we are playing Gold Coast in Gold Coast and on the flight over, the pilot, because I was sitting in 1A, I must... It, you need leg room, <laughs> mate. Yeah, of course. And you're the captain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't know the plane went past row too. So. <laughs> uh, it's like Troy. Yeah. He's never turned right on a plane in his life. <laughs> What's the curtain? <laughs> <laughs> um, the pilot come and asked me, he goes, so we're going to Gold Coast to play Gold Coast. And he goes, I uh, just wanted to know if you want to land the plane in Gold Coast or Brisbane. That's a weird question. (laughs) From the pilot. I I picked Gold Coast, please. And then he came back and said, oh, Queensland's closing down because of COVID. 
Right. I don't think you'd be able to get off the plane. So then we were stuck on the tarmac. We ended up landing in Brisbane. Yeah. Stuck on the tarmac for five hours. And flew, then you got oh, to wow. get to the Gold Coast. Then flew back to Melbourne and then Gold Coast played us in Melbourne the next day. Oh, oh my no. God. What oh, a balls up. The best thing was when you're on the tarmac in Brisbane, Christian Salem ordered Uber Eats. Oh, that's wonderful. The pilot went out of the plane, went over the barbed wire fence, grabbed the Uber Eats bag <laughs> and come back on the plane. <laughs> oh, that's that's <laughs> service. <laughs> that, that was good. But from your sort of... From your sort of, you know, I talk to people, I go, how do you stop these young kids playing the game on Wednesday? Do you know what I mean? I'm always yep. intrigued in the psychology around collision sport because it's such a gladiatorial thing to be sort of getting yourself up for every week. Yeah, round how, one's tough. Round one's tough. Because you normally play that game over and over again. Mm. Um, as you get into the season, you start switching, being able to switch off Monday to Friday. Um, it's the, the important thing is the footy life balance that um, we're just sort of talking about with Castagna. Finding stuff that you love outside of footy that doesn't keep your mind on footy. So the day of the game, uh, especially if it's a Saturday night, I'll, I'll, I'll probably go watch local footy because I feel that like it takes my mind off AFL. Yeah, so I'll go that. watch uh, Armand Football Club. Lovely. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're good, good people. They <laughs> love nuts. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll sleep. I've got a 16-month-old kid now, so that keeps me relatively busy yep. um, at home. So those types of things. So I'm not watching AFL. I'm not thinking about the game. I'm not rehearsing Tim English's centre bounce routine all day. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's wonderful. Well, Max, it's lovely to meet you. It's lovely to have a proper chat with you. We look forward to chatting with you through the year. Those days will change depending on what your schedule is, but we'll be getting your idea of the round coming up. I mean, that's not really what we can do this week, uh, yeah. but certainly in future weeks, um, it'll be lovely to catch up with you and best of luck in 2023. Thank you. How exciting.